Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Space Cadets Gaming, Gaming, Cox ATA, and RNA Sports proudly bring to you the undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. You're listening to us on Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. This is a very special show we're doing today. Yes. And it was recorded this past Saturday. Inside RNA Sports. That's right. If you hear this right now, just go visit us at RNA Sports right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there. We'll, we'll probably be there. <laughs> go to RNA Sports, though. Check it out. Look at all this memorabilia. Look I know. There's this. a ton of stuff here. Tons of stuff. Besides the Cowboys stuff, this place is awesome. You know, I was driving by, and then I saw all the banners that said Nerd Thug, so I stopped, and I was like, oh, what's going to happen in here? Oh, this is us. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is us. There's all us? kinds of stuff. They've got autographed baseballs, autographed helmets, Mitchell and Ness hats, New Era hats. All kinds of stuff. Oh, I see the socks you were talking about. I didn't know that that's what you were talking about. Yeah, we look. were talking about the socks. Orbit socks, Altuve yeah. socks. Those are pretty cool. Those are neat, right? You were like, oh, the new thing is socks. And I was like, socks aren't new. <laughs> but those kind of socks. Those I've been thing, wearing though. socks for at least three weeks. You've been wearing Walmart brand socks. Yeah, the same pair this whole three weeks. <laughs> your, your goal is like, I'm going to go get a bag of socks. Yeah. And you wear those for six months. And then when they fall apart, I buy another bag of socks from Walmart. <sighs> And the ankle socks, too. Those are the worst. They're the best. No, no. Those socks are horrible. They, they accentuate my fine ankles. <laughs> you don't have fine ankles. My fine, you delicate ankles. You got fat, ankles. hairy cankles. They're the sexiest cankles <laughs> this side of the Mississippi. You know, I had a um, uh, one of our listeners is here today, actually. That's not true. He, uh, he texted me about the wedding you're doing. Oh, yeah. And he's like comparing he's like a fat Gandalf doing a... Uh, Proceeding a wedding. That's a, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna reference that. That's a good bit. <laughs> you should call yourself the fat Gandalf. This is fat Gandalf. I'd like to thank everyone for coming <laughs> to this wedding. It'll be in Florida, so no one will get the reference. Oh, God, Florida's they'll the just worst. think I'm serious. He's a wizard. All the crazy stuff happens in Florida. It does. Like literally. Uh, I saw a tweet the other day where it was like, someone should just take all the white drunk people and put them in a zoo. And someone's reply was, it's called Florida. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that, that's pretty accurate. Actually. Every time I hear a crazy story, it's always at the bottom. It's like, dash Florida. Well, it's getting to the point now where like a radio DJ, if they're telling a weird story, they'll be like, guess what state it was guess in. Guess what happened in Florida again. Right. Yeah, well, okay. All right. It's not crocodiles on the loose. You know what? You don't hear enough about the crocodiles Mm-mm. on the loose. And I think it's because the people are causing so much trouble. That the crocodiles yeah. are just low-key. One of them is going to run for like state senate at this and, point. And it's going to win. Yeah, because no one's even paying attention to it. <laughs> like, he seems shorter than the other guys. I'll vote for him. Yeah. He hasn't hurt anybody today. <laughs> Death rolled anyone Death yet? roll. But we're, we're having fun at our RNA Sports. They gave away uh, some goodie bags, the first people that showed up. Yeah. Raffle prizes. There was a big announcement. If you missed it, go back to their Facebook page. Check it out. Check it out. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. So we're going to do something crazy here. Uh, my doctor says I'm not supposed to do that ever again. <laughs> Which doctor? I don't know. I don't actually go to doctors. <laughs> When's the last time you went to the doctor? Uh, actually, it was when I had that sinus infection. That's true. That's true. I thought I was going to die. That's like every day of your life, though. Well, I mean, no, no. I, those are the days I wake up wishing I oh, was dead. Oh, okay, okay. This was the day I thought I was going to die, and the doctor was like, nah, you just you have a cold. And I was like, oh. Just a cold, huh? So it's not going to kill me? Are you just, like, hoping something will kill you soon? No, I'm just trying to write it out. You know, I just want to keep a positive attitude through the end. Okay. Well, I mean, while we're on the this, this subject here, uh, we did a Would You Rather a couple weeks ago when you were off. Oh, okay. And this question seems fitting, so I'm going to ask you about it. Would right. you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Oh, that's a good question. Right? When or how? When or how? What do you think? Here's the thing. If you choose when and then you find out like it's next week, you're pretty 
Like it's it's ruining your week. Everything. It's yeah. pretty much ruining your week. You're but just like if sleep. you say if you say when and they're like. 15 years from now, you're going to go, oh, man, I'm going to go so hard in the paint. And then you won't. I'll spend my last nine years in jail, like, not thinking about the fact that, oh, you can die in jail. Um, but, like, if you know how, like, let's say it's super specific. It's like, oh, you're going to get you're get killed by a shank party in the shower. Then you're like, okay, well, then I just. I'll, I'll never I'll, take a shower I'll again. I'll just try not to go to jail, and I won't bathe. And right. And I'll just dodge both right there. Yeah, that was my thing. I uh, said, if I know I'm going to hit by a train, guess what? I'm not going on a train or near trains. Ever again. But then, like, what if it goes, like, weird gypsy metaphorical and, like, you get killed because you try to step over a toy train and then oh. fall downstairs or something? I wouldn't buy my kids trains. Ever. Yeah. The first thing I do when I walk into somebody's house is, like, do you own toy trains? So yes, here's not coming in. So here's the thing. If you told me that trains would be why you die. Right. Trains. Like, every time I saw you, just trains. <laughs> you would wear, like, a train shirt. Train shirts. I'd go. be like, Thomas, the train, the train what engine. What was the band train that killed me? Yeah. See? You don't know. Oh, that's Crawls just... past with him. He's like, drives Jupiter now this, in the air. Now this is getting really weird. Shanked you. Now this is a lot more than I in thought about. In the shower. About. In the shower. All right. You ready to try this? What are we doing? So we've got some people here listening to All us. Right, I, don't, I don't know why. So uh, we talked to them a little bit before. We said, hey, think of a topic. We'll talk about it. So who's up first? Who's got a topic? Anybody? Going once, going twice, space. Okay, I heard space. Space is a topic. All right. Okay. Uh, what if you died in space? Uh, you know, I was just watching a movie the other day where they held their breath in space. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what how I feel that? about that. It was called Sunshine. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's a little bit older. It's actually got a lot of people in it. It's got Chris Evans, who one day oh. becomes Captain America. Okay. It's got uh, Rose Byrne, who one day becomes Moira McTaggart. Oh, wow. It's got uh, Cillian Murphy, who one day becomes the Scarecrow. That's not the one they're on the train, is it? No, no. They are in space. Okay. And the the point of the movie is the sun is, like, dying. Okay. And America, the, the planet Earth has pulled all the resources and launched a mission to reignite the sun. Hmm. But they don't have enough resources to launch a third mission. How are they going to reignite so the sun? They're going to drop a bomb in it. Seventy-five nukes. Uh, it's it. It looks like a sparkler. Oh, really? So. A sparkler bomb. Yeah. It's going to reignite bomb. the sun. Boom. Okay. Fourth of July. I read super, a story. Super America. Since we're talking space, I read a story where NASA is training a teenage girl to live on Mars. Yeah. No, we should definitely send all teenage girls to Mars. That sounds like a smart idea. Not at all. Not not even a little bit. What was that we... Not we, even um, a little bit. Because then when they're mad at us, they're just not going to text us back. And we'll never know what's happening on Mars after that. Like, nope. that'll be the end of it. Yeah. That's it. What's going on? No, nothing. Not answered. Nothing. Diane's mad at us because we told her she couldn't have any more running water because we were running low. And she wanted to take a hot shower. And they all so just, like, kill each other. They just shut it off. Yeah. Send, like, ten teenage girls and one dude and see what happens. That would be the worst thing ever. <laughs> we'll send you. You No, no. Well, you're good with teenage people. I know my limit, and it's ten teenage girls. That's <laughs> that's not even something. Legally, I'm not even allowed to do that. No, you're not. Like, my PO would chase me to Mars and then be like, <laughs> well, well, you're coming back with us to American jail to die in prison 15 years from now. So was it, was it Russia or Eastern Europe where they were starting to, um, like, uh, have people audition to like go live like a Mars it's colony? A, it's a private company, but I think it was Scandinavia, and they were doing they were going to do a reality show, right? And the funds from the reality TV show were going to fund the mission to Mars. So it was people who were going to go to Mars. They were going to film yeah. and do a reality show, yeah, to show their them. preparation to go live on right. Mars. And then they'll be like, "My name's Todd, and you know I'm going to leave my family behind and go to Mars." I'm um, go with my best friend Rusty. But there was actually and Beth. Um, people in America actually applied for this, and there was actually a woman who. I don't remember if it was for Rolling Stone or somebody, 
she did an article where she interviewed four or five of them. Right, okay. And a lot of them are normal people who are literally in the middle of their lives, and if the call comes, like, they're just going to be gonna, like... I'll drop everything. Yeah, and, and so like some of them are married with children, um, so and weird. he's just like, yeah, here, I'm a math teacher, but we're going to need math in Mars. Right. So I'm going to go. I need to teach the aliens and, American math. No, no I, I think it's just more like they're going to be like, hey, will you check my work? Oh, um, okay. But... He's like, yeah, I'm going to go. And his wife's like, yeah, he kind of didn't tell us he was signing up for Mars. And now we're divorced. But they're still there. Like, they're not – I don't like, I don't know. One of them was a woman. She was a, she was a hairstylist. She's like, even people on Mars need haircuts. No, they don't. They don't? No. Not a hairstylist to cut it. What do you – They can cut it themselves. What? Take a bunch of bald people. You don't need a hairstylist. That's not a bad idea. Right? Only only people with alopecia. Yes. Those are the only ones that can go. <laughs> and albinos. Villanova gets to go, and then yeah. like no one else. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> middle-aged men like me who are old and don't have any You're You're losing the battle. I mean. <laughs> you're not far behind. But I'm way ahead. That's yeah. all that matters. I guess if you want to call it that. <laughs> Man, we're, like. I don't know. I don't know. Imagine if one of your friends came to you and was like, I'm going to Mars tomorrow. First thing I'd ask is, can I borrow $200? <laughs> I'm not giving it back. Right. I'm not going to pay What it are you back. doing with your house? Yeah. I'll house it. Well, that's not what you should do. I should. I should house it for him or marriage sit for him. Marriage like, Depending sit. on the situation. So if one of your single female friends came to you and said, I'm signing up. I'm going to Mars. What's the first thing you would do? Yeah. I'd be back to the $200. Let's get married. No. What are you talking about? They're going to Mars. Who cares? You get all their stuff. I can have their stuff now. I don't have to yeah, marry Yeah, but them. then you'd legally have it. Could I then be like I could be the guy going to Oprah and yeah. you know, talk shows like my wife left me to go my to wife Mars. left me to go to Mars yeah because no one would fact check it they wouldn't be like you got married two weeks before she left you're kind of a dummy as long as you don't put out any racist tweets no one will check it ooh I gotta go through my tweets <laughs> yeah you better go through <laughs> I gotta those. go through my Twitter account real quick because that could be very bad for you if I call myself the N word is it still bad I've seen some of your tweets you might want to delete some <laughs> of them. They're, they're not Most uh, of them Yeah all of them 99% all of, them. of them Solid all of them If they're not At NerdThug Radio You should delete them <laughs> Find us at At NerdThug Radio On Twitter All I do Is I just tweet uh, Porn stars And, just and say, models And models I'm just like Hey what are you doing today I get it You had a rough day today Yeah I understand Me too My day was pretty rough too <laughs> I delivered 12 pizzas today Right It's You know We go through these Like similar life experiences Do so, you No No not no, at all Not even a little bit yeah, I think that's the first thing I would do. I mean, I'm, I'm not single, but if I was and someone was like, I'm going to Mars, like, let's get married right now. I want that, why was your that your stuff. first thought? Like, I want all your stuff legally. You're, not, you're going to Mars. You're never going to need it back. No, I mean, I Don't get, worry about the state sale. I'll, I'll take care of it all. They're not dead. And then when they die, you can get the uh, insurance money. Do, do you still get it if they're on Mars? I'm sure they're going to die when they get there. That's a fair point. Actually, NASA basically came forward after the company announced the whole reality TV plan. And NASA's like, yeah, we haven't figured out radiation shielding. We don't recommend going. Yeah. They were like, you'll you'll die a painful 10-year death if how you long, go right now. How long would it even take to get there? Uh, it's two years. Two years in it's space? It's two years. It's about, it's, about, uh, it's, about it's, it's 18 months each way because Russia did an experiment where they, they, did, uh, they did 36 months in basically three RVs that were connected. Okay. And they took a crew of six and they said, we'll come back in 36 months. So they just faked it in Siberia? I don't know. I don't think it was in Siberia. It might have been like downtown for all those people. They were locked in. <laughs> they were just locked yeah. in. They just uh, drove them around for 36 <laughs> months because they have to make sure it's moving. It doesn't. No, what they were trying to figure out is if you could live with five other people. Like, oh, like are the psych profiles strong enough? So essentially, you know, when Isn't you, it like just like Big Brother. When you're doing the NASA stuff, you do a psych profile because could like, you vote people off and then put them out to shoot. 
They probably will. Yeah. I got to imagine you're floating through space pretty probably. quickly. Mission. And we just learned about space. Let's jump out, take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to get into our weekly top three. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Talk about our friends R&A Sports. Oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Fraser. Also 35. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible sports-wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a free high five. Pretty. Ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Tug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons & Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family-friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. Woo, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and & Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Say Nerd Talk Radio sent you, and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. Hey guys, Joey Savage here from Nerd Thug Radio. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. School is about to be out. You need programs for the summer. What better way than to train in the art of Taekwondo? As the leader in martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe, there's one in Magnolia. So wherever you're at here at Nerd Thug Radio, you can get there. They have amazing martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in your family. We're talking, if you're three or you're 63, there is a place for you at Cox ATA. Make sure you can check them out at www.coxata.com, or you can just search Cox ATA on social media. If you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they will give you two free weeks of training. So go see my friend, Mr. Cox, a.k.a. the Nerd Ninja, because Cox ATA Martial Arts, we teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio, and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo, yeah. I'm Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Before we jump into our weekly top three, tell everybody about our friends Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. That's right. They are the place to go for all of your gaming needs. They got Dungeons and Dragons Daily. They got uh, Friday Night Magic. That's where you go to get all of your gaming needs set up. Hero they clicks. Got all, hero clicks. They got Munchkins. They got all kinds of Flux. demo gaming. Um, Sink the Titanic. A lot of the bigger board games can be a little pricey, so if you go, they got a lot of stuff already set Yu-Gi-Oh. up for demoing, so you can go ahead and play and enjoy it. Figure out if you and the kids are going to like it, and then you take it home and you play it. Done. Uh, they got a family friendly atmosphere. They got a wise and, and intelligent faculty. These, this is the place to go to get your game on. That's what you need to do. So right there, right there in Oak Ridge on Robinson Road, uh, across the way from the Woodlands Mall. <laughs> he hates that. <laughs> uh, when you go, 
Just let them know Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 20% off of your ticket. The whole ticket now. That's right. Not just one item. We got BMAC stepping his game up for you guys. You know why he stepped his game up? Our friends here at RNA Sports. RNA Sports. They do, they're doing a lot of things, too. And so, so he's yeah. like, my, my ad sounds dumb next to theirs. Let's step <laughs> up my game. But uh, Competition everywhere. Well, wait, does that mean that we're, we're dumb when we do the ad? I guess. That doesn't. I don't know. Maybe he was getting on to you. No. <laughs> he doesn't it, do that. He gets anyway, on to you. Go, go to Space. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Go to Space Cadets Gaming Gaming because that's where you need to go to get all your gaming needs uh, taken care of. And they are right there in Oak Ridge. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. Are you ready? I mean, I was. I, oh, is this what we're doing this again? Yeah. Are you God, ready? All right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <sighs> Live on location, hanging with the station, everybody rocking out, everybody hanging out, Nerd Thug Radio doing our thing, we're just hanging out at RNA, having a wang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said wang. I said wang. Look, we have... Everyone's a critic, but Dave doesn't right. The fourth <laughs> mic is out there. So since we're on location at RNA Sports and we're doing the weekly top three, I yeah. thought it would be fitting to do... Our top three favorite sports memories. I like it. I like it. Um, and as usual, the worst of us goes first, but so, Nico's uh, not here. Oh. Uh, so we'll go to the next best. So, Corey, what's your number three favorite sports memory? Wait, so does that mean I'm just perpetually middle best? Yep. Oh, that's, that's tough. That is that's accurate. Tough. It's weird when you just find out something about yourself. <laughs> uh, I tell you new stuff, things about yourself every time I see you. Right, but it's weird when you find out stuff that you didn't think was true. Like how old you were? Yeah, that's true. That okay. was a tough, that was actually a good news though because I okay. got younger that time. All right, so uh, what you got? So my number three is uh, it, it's sort of a weird one, but I think it was a big deal because it wasn't it, it changed sports a little bit. Okay, it's LeBron going to Miami with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. That was your number three favorite sports memory all time. Yeah, going LeBron James because it changed it changed the way the NBA kind of built, and then since no, then, it didn't. Since then, the teams have all like. There's always been two or three teams now who are always like, "Oh, who can we put together?" We're, we're the powerhouse team. And everyone kind of complains about Golden State, but they're to me the exception because almost all those guys drafted together. Right, and you know, with Golden State, yeah, it was Draymond Green, Stephanie Curry, and Clay, and Clay Thompson. Thompson. They all came together. They weren't. They didn't go out and get those guys. Right, and like their biggest get before before Kevin Durant was uh, Andre Iguodala. Right, who's a big deal for them the way they yeah. use them, but. But, I mean, but they were homegrown. They were all homegrown, yeah. yeah that whole team I mean, was homegrown. I'm not a f- I mean, I like Golden State. I mean, they keep winning great. They're adding pieces. They just added Boogie. But, Boogie, and I think that was so smart for both of them. But you're right. They Their, their three core came together. They started yeah, there. They, but, but I think the idea of, the, of the, the players picking the team instead of the team picking the player, that it's changed the, the dynamic for the NBA completely. That's a huge deal. So my number three, as long as my number two, are both memories from my childhood. Okay. Remember how awesome sports were when you were like a little kid? Yeah, absolutely. Like eight, nine. I mean, sports are fun now, but like everything seems bigger than life. Yeah, absolutely. Like eight, nine, ten, eleven ish, ish, ish. Uh, so my number three, and this is not even a, a Houston, because a lot of my sports memory are Houston stuff, but 1993 World Series. Okay. Game six, Toronto Blue Jays versus the Atlanta Braves. Okay. Joe Carter hits a walk-off home run for Toronto to win the World Series. Oh, okay. Um, me and my mom were watching. We were recording it for some odd reason. I don't know why. Like, we were just recording this World Series. I mean, 93, so I'm nine years old at this time. Yeah, what are you going to do with this? I don't know. On the VHS. Yeah, but um, that memory will never leave my mind. I remember 
like I think it might have been the first time I, I you know watching a World Series and recognizing a walk off home run like this guy hits a home run they win the World Series like, it's oh all over. like I want to do that like I want to be like Joe Carter like it's a cool thing right the walk off is a cool cool thing in baseball because baseball is such a gentleman's turn taking experience of back and forth and back and forth yeah you're right where the, we're like you know every everyone gets opportunities and turns but then like there's this one thing where oh if you hit the home run Right, and that's the first walk off that I can recollect in my young, you know, my life. That's yeah, that's nine, an interesting point. And it was a walk off to win a World Series. Like I must have rewatched that game a thousand times for no good reason. That's I have, a weird... no, I have no dog in that fight. <laughs> right. It's Toronto versus Atlanta, and we're in Houston. And it's weird to think, right? Like, and I'm living in a trailer watching Joe Carter hit a home run. It's weird to think, like, <laughs> like the first of something you can remember in sports. Right. Like, do you remember your, the first touchdown you saw on TV? No. But like, like you can remember, remember our first walk off home run. Right, right. Absolutely, I can remember that. That's kind of interesting. Right, my you, my sort of parallel to that, the one that I that like. Uh, this is not part of your top three. No, right? not part of my. It's actually sidebar. Sort of, yeah. It's sort of a That's sidebar. Where we put the asterisk side note. Go to page twenty. These are like, yeah, exactly. Um, when the Astros uh, got swept in the World Series by the White Sox. By the White Sox. That was the roughest point of my life. That to me, that was my end point with the Astros. It wasn't mine, but. I was living in Dallas at the time, 2005. Yep. Right. So I'm like the only Astros fan there. Ugh. We're watching every game. You know, my team has finally made it to the World Series. Billy Tavares is on base every time he comes up to bat. That guy, I think, went like 25 for 30. Like, I mean, you know, I, I was so pumped because my guys that I'd grown up with, Biggio, Bagwell, mm-hmm. like they're there. They're in the big game, and they lost four in a row. Yeah. It was the, it was the roughest. <laughs> it was the second roughest sports thing in my life. I just think they remember the Oilers really, leaving me number one. Yeah, I just think they remember Willie Tavares hitting two triples in one game and scoring on neither inning. Yeah, they left like a record runners on base in the, the postseason. You know why they lost that World Series? Yeah, because they left runners in scoring position. I blame it on Albert Pujols. <laughs> game six against the Astros, the Cardinals. The, what is that? The ALCS? No, the NLCS. The NLCS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He crushes. A bomb off of um, Brad Lidge yes. ruins him for life. Brad Lidge is never, never the, the same. same. All right, what's your number two? So my number two, actually, it's a story I love to tell. Oh, I love stories it's, that you tell. It's the legend of Don Nelson. <laughs> the legend of Donnie Nelly. Uh, Don Nelson was a basketball coach for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, eventually, Mark Cuban buys the Dallas Mavericks. Correct, correct, correct. He says, listen, I like you, Donnie, but I want to get a different coach in here. I want to pick my own coach. Yeah. I'm picking my own GM. I want to pick my own coach, but I like you. Uh, we owe you a lot of money. I'm going to keep you on as a consultant and keep paying you a couple million bucks. Uh, your sons are going to actually stay on the staff of the coaches, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Don's like, yeah, it sounds like a win-win for everybody. Well, every year, Don Nelson, every offseason, Don Nelson would come to the Mavericks and say, hey, whenever you guys are ready, I'd, I'd like the rest of my coaching money. Because mm-hmm. they're paying him like $1.5 million as a consultant. Right, right. All of his coaching money in like in limbo. And he's like, you guys owe me, you know, I don't know what it was, $7 million, $6 right, million. Right. And it's just in limbo over and over and over again. Every time our Cuban's like, uh, we're going to renew your consulting deal. So we're not going to pay you that money. We're just going to give you a couple million bucks to consult. Okay. So eventually he gets tired of it and he forces the hand. He says, you either pay me or I leave. He right. says, I no longer wish to consult for you guys. I do not want to consult on this consulting. And so I believe he actually had to file a grievance. Yeah. And the league said, okay, uh, Mavericks, you owe him the money. And Donnie, you can coach if you want. 
So the only job that's open right at that spot is the Golden State Warriors. At the time. And they're a terrible team. It's Steven Jackson, Baron Davis, uh, uh, Adrenus Bedrins. Like, it's a weird lineup yeah. of just – it's it's a movie. It's the replacements. Like, yeah. it's, it's weird. Um, but somehow they make it to the eighth seed. Don Nelson says, listen, I'm not going to tell you guys what to do at all on offense. You guys can do whatever you want on offense if you, if you promise to me to play defense. And if you're not playing defense, I'm going to pull you. And I'm going to let someone else go out there who wants to play defense and do whatever they want on right. offense. So these guys are like, well, I can do whatever I want on offense. And that's yes. all they, Baron Davis and Steven Jackson, that is all they care about. Right. They want to get them some bones. Was so Clinton Richardson on that team? Yes, I believe I he was. I love that guy. Um, and so basically these guys just, they, okay, great. So all of a sudden for like one half season, they're playing really strong defense. And then they're just having this great yeah. and one offensive season. Right. Where they just do whatever they want. And do whatever I want. And... Lo and behold, the playoffs show up, and the 8-seed Golden State Warriors are facing the 1-seed Dallas Mavericks. Dirk Nowinski is named MVP of the league. Um, but Don Nelson knows everything about the Golden State or about yep. the Dallas Mavericks, and he tells the Golden State Warriors everything. Like, everything to a T. Dirk goes this way only. Yeah, he can only go one way, and they're like, well, everyone knows that. And he goes, no, no, he can literally only go this way. Like, stack hard the other side, and he will fall apart. He will not know what to do. And the entire, he did it for the entire lineup, 1 through 12. Every guy on that that roster, he knew, inside and out. Yeah. And so the Dallas Mavericks literally lost the series in six games. Uh, They were the first one seed to ever lose to an eight seed in a seven-game series in the NBA. And then on top of that, Dirk Nowinski had to collect his MVP trophy from home. <laughs> that's um, the worst feeling. That's the worst feeling in yeah. the world, right? And so Don Nelson, literally, he's he's the guy who would come to every press conference smoking a cigar with two beers. And when the beers were empty, he was leaving no matter what questions were going on. Right. I'm done. I'm uh, out. Oh, I'm out. I'll see you guys later. Um, and that was the the legend of Don Nelson. He got his revenge. And the whole time, uh, Mark Cuban's going crazy on the sidelines. Oh, the yeah. Whole, for six games. Running up and down going screaming nuts. Screaming on the sidelines. Can't do anything about it. It was the best. It's the I don't like Dallas. And I like Mark Cuban, but I don't like Dallas at all. And it was the best revenge story when you hear somebody just being a D-bag and yeah. getting what they deserve for Gotten it. Gotten it. Speaking of Dallas, I can't help but notice, as you're recording here at RNA Sports, the sweet Nolan Ryan plaque. Right here, <laughs> down here, down here on my left. When he just punched oh, out Robbie yes. Ventura. Like, I love that moment. It was the greatest. Yeah, because none of that blood on the shirt is his. No, that's all Robbie Ventura's. Yeah. Robbie Old Vin- man Nolan Ryan beat the crap out of him. Robbie Ventura is probably 22, 23. Yeah. And Nolan Ryan is 128 years old at that point. Beating the mess out of and him. And he fastball specials his face in. Like, and look like, at him. And Pudge is just holding on He's from behind. Just, and that, there's my honorable mention memory right there. <laughs> Nolan Ryan just destroying Robbie Ventura. Yeah. What what I know we're about to get out of here. What happened between him and the Ashes? They couldn't Who? finish together. Nolan? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to go back to the history like before our time. Before our time. It's, it drives me crazy because he is like he was the Astros pitcher, and then now then he's somewhere else. The Rangers. Yeah. And I don't know. All right, let's jump out to break. We come back. We'll wrap up the weekly top three. Check us out at facebookcom backslash radio. Talk about our friends R&A Sports. Oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Fraser. also 35. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible sports-wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at R&A Sports up in Conroe. 
Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a free high five. Pretty. Hey, guys. Joey Savage here from Nerd Thug Radio. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. School is about to be out. You need programs for the summer. What better way than to train in the art of Taekwondo? As the leader in martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe, there's one in Magnolia. So wherever you're at here at Nerd Thug Radio, you can get there. They have amazing martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in your family. We're talking if you're three or you're 63, there is a place for you at Cox ATA. Make sure you check them out at www.coxata.com, or you can just search Cox ATA on social media. If you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they will give you two free weeks of training. So go see my friend, Mr. Cox, a.k.a. the Nerd Ninja, because Cox ATA Martial Arts We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Abel Andrew Jackson here, the face of professional wrestling. I need you to stand up for greatness and always listen to Nerd Thug. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. And you're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Before we uh, get back into the weekly top three and finish it up here at RNA Sports, yeah. let's talk about our friends at Cox ATA. I'm going to take a moment and talk about them because they are the leader in martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations. One in Conroe off North Loop 336 next to the Academy Sports and Outdoor. The other is in Magnolia, Texas off of FM 1488. They have amazing martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in your family. Make sure you check them out on their website, coxata.com. You can search them on social media. Mention Nerd Thug Radio to Cox ATA and the Nerd Ninja over there. He'll give you how many free weeks of training? Two free weeks Two of training. Two free weeks of training. Uh, man, I told you they released that banner. Yeah. I've got pictures uh, where you know, Sadie Savage is on the banner. Oh, of course. Of so course. I'll put that up this week, um, and you guys can uh, see that cool-looking banner. Ooh, I'm excited. All right, so let's jump back into the weekly top three. Okay, we're all doing right. our favorite we'll sports moment here. Uh, you were doing your number two, the whole Don yeah, Nelly story. The legend story. of Don Nelly. The legend of Don Nelly. I think actually wasn't it you who told me that he now moved to Hawaii. Yeah, he lives in Hawaii and he grows his own marijuana and <laughs> tea and tea and tea. Yeah, and he <laughs> plays poker with like Willie Nelson and everybody else, like once a week. <laughs> so that story ends very happily. Yeah, very happily. <laughs> um, all right, so my number two. Yeah, what do you got? It is what we like to call here in Houston. The kiss of death. You know what I'm talking about? <sighs> Game seven. Yeah. 1995. Yeah. Houston Rockets versus the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Off the bench, Mario Eli from the corner, three ball, secures the win for Houston to send us to the championship. And we were actually down. Weren't we down 3-0 to yeah. Phoenix? <sighs> Possibly. I can't remember for sure. I think, I, I've seen a stat thrown up where they're like teams who've been down 3-0 who came up and like Houston's on their way more than just for the Clippers. Okay. Um, and so, like, I feel like I feel like in the '95 series. Yeah, it was Game Six. We ended up winning. I think it was it was a Game Six. I believe it was Game Six. No, it was Game Seven. Yeah. Game Seven from the corner, he drops that shot against Phoenix, sends us to the uh, NBA Finals, does the whole kiss of death to, right. the, to the crowd. '95. Uh, so what? We're um, we're 11 years old. This is this is this back is the, to back. This is this is Clutch City. This the is sequel. the golden era of Rockets basketball. This is Clyde the Glide and Hakeem. Clyde the Glide, Hakeem, uh, Sam Cassell. Mm. Was he still there? He was a ro- he was a six man rookie the first year. 
They didn't have Vernon Maxwell anymore. Right. No I, more was, Otis Thorpe. It was a four-man trade for Clyde. Right. And I don't remember who came back the second year. It, I don't know. I'm not sure. You Off know the top what, of my head, I'm not look, sure. Uh, you know what? I'm going to look up the whole roster while you start talking about your number one favorite sports memory. Okay, because, yeah, cause we can go back and do a couple minutes on that. Because, actually, my number one is Clutch City. It's the back-to-back. It's the Rudy T. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. It's the bottle top sets. It's the parades. Uh, the O.J. Simpson chase popping up in the middle of the playoffs. That was the most watched event on television. Um, I mean, it was just that whole moment right there that the Rockets got to have for those for those two years. The first year it's Akeem Olajuwon and a ton of role players. Yeah, the first year it was Akeem Olajuwon, Otis Thorpe, Robert Ory, um, Kenny the Jet Smith, and yep. Vernon Maxwell. There's your starting five right there. Right, and it's, so it's, it's one guy and four friends. Yeah. Um, and he's really, to me, the last star to win a championship alone. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let, let's let's do this. So when LeBron won the one in Cleveland, yeah, uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. Oh yeah, I guess they are on that team. Yeah. I'm just thinking of Deladova. Yeah. The legend. That was that was the, the legend one, of Deladova. Deladova was the year before, um, and when Kyrie Irving had the fracture kneecap, and Kevin Love had a concussion and missed the first two games, something like that. Oh, Vernon Maxwell was on this team. You ready for this team? Yeah. All right, here we go. So this team, uh, Zon Tabak, remember that guy? Yes. Uh, Kenny Smith was still there. Akeem Olajuwon, Tracy Murray, Vernon Maxwell, Charles Jones, Robert Ory, Carl Herrera, Mario Ellie, Clyde Drexler, here's the best one, Pete Chilcutt, <laughs> Sam Cassell, Adrian Caldwell, Chucky Brown, and Tim Bro. So who was it that we – who did we give up? I don't, I don't, I don't even know. It was, like I'm a, gonna, it was like three or four guys I'm that we gave up in the Clyde Drexler trade, but I don't uh, remember who they were. Keep now. talking, and I'll try to figure it out. Because all the role players are still there. Like, all the guys from the first oh, one are – On February 14th, because it was halfway through the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we traded Otis Thorpe to the Portland okay. Trails Brothers for Clyde Drexler. Otis Thorpe straight up for Clyde the Glide. I th- what do you, uh, you think we won that trade? I think so. I think we won that trade. Number 22, I bought a jersey immediately. <laughs> immediately I had that red and yellow Rockets jersey. You know, you know what was funny about that is my dad was super stoked. And I was like, how could you buy – like, you don't follow basketball. Why are you excited? And it's because U of H was the five Yeah, it was the five, five slam pajama. Because that was uh, – Carl Herrera was on that team. I believe he was. I think it was Carl Herrera, Chucky Brown maybe even? I don't know. Now I've got to look this Clyde up. and Hakeem. Now I've got to look this up. Um, I wonder if the Wikipedia will have five slam jamma. Keep talking. But you know what's weird is five slam jamma didn't. They never. They were probably the most successful U of H team. They didn't even win. They didn't win. They didn't. I think it was like what a Final Four and an Elite Eight. I think so. Yeah. And that was it. Um, but to me, the just that whole era of five slam jamma. Keep going. That that the era of Rockets dominance. That's my number one. Where, uh, you know, Elijah Wan wins one basically by himself. Then he wins one with Clyde. Akeem Olajuwon, Benny Anders, Clyde the Drexler. Um, that was it. Nobody else on that <laughs> squad that we know of. Um, okay, so do this now. Benny Bomber from Bernice Anders. Pull up. What a great team pull name. Up championship team since '95. Championship team since '95. Yeah. All right, I'm going. And let's see if we can. Let's see, because I'm pretty sure all of these are from from that point on. I'm pretty sure these are all. Like Superstars? More than okay, one star so teams. Maybe I don't even need it. So, Rockets, Rockets. Right. Then, then Bulls, 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 Bulls. And it's, it's obviously the, it's Jordan, it's Pippen, it's, it's... And then it's Spurs, Lakers. 
Right. For the next 12 years. First Lakers goes back and forth, and it's... The Pistons. Uh, the what? Pistons are a five-man all-star team. Uh, really, at the time? You think so? Well, yeah, they started the all-star game that year. All five of them? Four of them were started, and one was Chauncey on the bench. Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshaun Prince, uh, Rasheed Wallace, and Ben Wallace. Uh-huh. And okay. one was on... Um, four started, and one was on the bench, and they all got to play like five minutes together in the all-star game. Uh, but that's the closest you come. But that one's like a no-star team. Um, Allen Iverson made it to play the Lakers one year. Yeah, that didn't go well. No, it was a 4-1 series, I believe. All right, here we go. Um, I got the list. Okay. Before we do this, let me just get my number one in and out of the way. What do you got? Uh, number one definitely has to be the Houston Astros winning the World Series. Okay. Yeah, my, that was a, that was a great moment. I'm more an Astros fan than I am anything else in any other sport. And you've fallen in any of my life. You've kind of fallen back in love with baseball here and, recently. Uh, well, I mean, even whenever they were crappy, like I'd go to games at least four to five a year. Well, I don't mean that. I mean like now that your son's oh, playing, yeah. you're kind of more oh, yeah. into baseball now. Definitely. Uh, all right, here we go. You ready? Let's get this debate going. Okay. So we got that. All right, Rockets, Bulls. All right, the ooh, the Knicks. No, the Spurs. Yeah, the Spurs. Spurs, Lakers, 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 Spurs, Pistons. Okay. So those Spurs teams were David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Or with Tony Parker. With Tony Parker. Or, and Ginobili. Uh, Ginobili wasn't – I don't think Ginobili played. Uh, one of them – And Robert Ory. Ginobili or Parker didn't play with uh, Robinson. But the first team was Robinson and, and Duncan. Duncan, right. Um, and then the Lakers teams are obviously Kobe Shaq. Then you go Pistons, then back to the Spurs, then – Miami, uh, there's the Miami one. Right, and that That's Miami one is Dwayne Wade and Shaq. Um, and then you've got the Spurs again. Then you got that Celtics team, which was Garnett, Garnett, um, uh, Ray, Ray Allen, Allen, Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce together. Then you go back to the Lakers, Lakers. Then you go to the Mavericks in 2011. Now that Lakers team, some people might talk, but that's that's Kobe Bryant, Paul Gasol. Which one? The one in 2010. The one right after the Boston one. Okay, let's look at it. It's here. Kobe Bryant, Paul Gasol. Let's look at it here. Let's uh, look at the Lamar Odom. I think is like the fourth man. Let's look at the roster here. The roster. We've got Trevor Ariza, Kobe Bryant, Derek Fisher, uh, Adam Morrison, <laughs> Lamar Odom, Luke Walton, uh, Sun Yu. But even there, I mean, at the time, Derek Fisher, Paul Gasol, and Kobe Bryant. Yeah, well, pretty good. Kobe Bryant, and Paul Gasol, and Lamar Odom. Would, and Lamar Odom, I think you would say you've got two, two and a half stars there. Okay, so then that Dallas Mavericks team, that's that. Uh, let's look at this team. Is that a one-star team? Oh, how much time do we have left? Uh, we got, oh, we got, yeah, we got time. Yeah. All right, I think it's time. Jason Kidd and Dirk Nowinski. That team is Jason Kidd and Dirk Nowinski and Sean Marion. Yeah, who's um, not done? And Jason Terry at the time, and Pedro Stojakovic. Yeah, so it's not. It's like they don't qualify. It's like two and a half stars. They don't qualify. Uh, oh, jeez. I went all the way back to 1948. <laughs> all right. So then after that Mavericks team, you go back to back to back in Miami. And those are the, that's the big three again. Then San Antonio, and then it's the Golden State-Cleveland run. So you're right. That, that first Rockets team is probably the last team. That's the last single superstar Star. team. Right. Yeah, I think so. So the second year, is that the year when Vernon went in the stands and punched everybody? Yeah, that the second year, year uh, the Clyde year is when Vernon Maxwell fell apart. Love um, me some Vernon Maxwell. He still has not received his ring He's the from greatest. the city of Houston. He was my favorite Rocket at the time too. Yeah, he was a good, I mean, he was a defender. Everybody liked that. And he could shoot the three. Um, shoot that three ball. The problem with him was obviously he was going through a lot of personal stuff. Let me see if I can get to that Rockets team just to. Uh, yeah, here we go. And they beat the Knicks four to three. The next year they swept the uh, Baby Magic. Shack in Orlando. Yeah. All right, let's look at this squad here. Just to just to uh, say we did it right. Scott Brooks, Matt Bullard, Sam Cassell. This guy don't even know it. Mario Eli, Carl Herrera, Robert Ory, Vernon Maxwell, Hakeem, Eric Riley, Larry Robinson, Kenny Smith, Otis Thorpe. 
Yeah, I would no say, superstars. No, I would say it's Elijah Wan and a bunch of guys. Elijah Wan and a bunch of role players. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Kenny Smith was pretty good, but they, not all-star all level. All those guys were good starters, but they weren't all-stars. They weren't and guys. Sam was a rookie at the time. Right, these he are, turned into a pretty solid player. But I, but never a star. No, never a single star. No. Never a guy where you're like, oh, we brought in Sam Cassell. This team is it. Yeah. Um, you That's know, it. Yeah, and then you, go, Elijah Wan. then you go Elijah Wan and Clyde Drexler the next year. I will say, thank goodness that Jordan took a break and played baseball. Uh, no, first of all, no. I don't give him any, any space on that. I th- he was a quitter, first of all. And second of yeah, all. Yeah, but do you think we would have won if he yes, was still there? Yes, I do. Maybe I think not the first year. The second f- no, year I think the first sh- year we definitely would have. You think so? Yes. The second year, he didn't even make it in. He played in the playoffs, by the way. Jordan played. He got there late. And he, he came in midseason. Right. He had he had two months to get ready. It's almost like he came back from an injury. He had two months to get ready. They played the playoffs, and they lost to Orlando, who that we swept. Shaq and Penny Hardaway. Shaq and Penny Hardaway. And Nick the Brick Anderson. Uh, and Grant Hill. Horace Grant. Horace Grant. Horace Grant was the thing. With the goggles. He was the former bull. With the goggles. Right. And so all those – no, 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 no. I give Jordan – I don't say thanks to Jordan. I say, hey, next time you want to take some time off, you know, you wait till you're 40 like everyone else. <laughs> he's, the, he's the only player in the history of sports who can walk away from two different championship teams, and everyone still wants to call him the greatest player ever. I've never yeah. seen someone quit so much and give, be given just an absolute pass for it. It's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. He's the greatest quitter in the history of basketball. Let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up this Monday edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Talk about our friends R&A Sports. Oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Thirty-five. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible sports-wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at R&A Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a free high five. Pretty. Ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Thug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons & Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family-friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. Woo, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and & Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Satan Earth Radio sent you, and you will get 20... 20%, is that right? 20% off your ticket. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. just want to say shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the yeah. Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. We're here at RNA Sports without the non-teenager Ned. Yeah, no I think longer, that's what it is. No longer a teenager. He's no longer a teenager, so he like went too hard in the paint at Chili's. So he double booked himself. Yeah, 
I guess. Between us and rehab. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Is there a rehab for Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, I guarantee you, think you there so? is. <laughs> now that he's almost 21, do you remember that time we uh, were in Lafayette? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, we had a few beers. I don't and, know what you're talking uh, about at all. <laughs> I, I admit to nothing. <laughs> and, uh, this is you telling on yourself. I, I'll do I didn't it. Fine. Do it. I don't care. I wasn't there. So I walk outside and I with two beers. I'm like, Nico, do you want one? And he's like, yeah. So I hand it to him. I turn around. He's like, all right, I'm done. I was like, you don't have to shotgun it. It's your first one. Just drink it normally. So it didn't taste that good, so I just drank it all. I was like, all right, Nico. Well, good. Congratulations. He may or may not have done the same thing with mixed drinks that whole weekend, too. Not everything's a shot. Right. Here's a tall glass of whiskey and coke. Here's (laughs) here's 30 ounces of liquor and soda. Oh, it's all gone. Okay. Done. I just shot it all at one time. Fantastic. (laughs) That's Nico. Good. You you won't regret that. (laughs) Never will you regret that. No, no. All right, so we're going to close down this edition. We uh, recorded this show this past Saturday at our friend RNA Sports. Make sure you go check them out. They've got all kinds of cool. I mean, I'm just looking around this place. Yeah, man. I, I like could record here every week. Mm, I don't think they'll let us. But you're not I mean, invited every week, so that might make it weird. I'll just do one of those things where I just say, hey, we're coming here every week and just show up. Yeah, that's called breaking and entering. Well, but I guess Not if the door's open. I guess we could do that. Not if they're open for business. Yeah, if you jimmy it open. No. We record at 9 o'clock at night. Like, What well, are you talking about? We can change about? the way we do things, I guess. Whoa. Whoa! There's only one thing I don't like about this place. I'm like hecka committed. I don't know that I could it's change all things. that cowboy swag back there. It's just like staring me in the eyes. Yeah, there's like a small little like uh, Dak, like, like a locker shrine. I know. That's yeah. It's all in one little shrine. It is. It is. It's, it's the like, Dak shrine. It's like a weird like a. If if you can't worship the devil this week, there's always the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Go to RNA Sports yeah. and see the Cowboys. And it's, it's like a weird little. Do you know what though? Like. I don't near as much hate the Cowboys as much as I hate the Rangers and the Mavericks. Oh, no. I totally hate the Cowboys more than either one of those really? teams. Really? I don't know. They I haven't been relevant of, in like 30 years. But I kind of don't They've, hate them. They haven't been relevant since I was in third grade. But the, but like they Ever. But they act like those five rings are still relevant. Well, you know what? It's not even the Cowboys themselves. It's their fans that yeah. drive me nuts. Yeah, that's, that's 100%. We've got these many rings. But okay. They, but they taunt about the five rings like they won all five Super Bowls the last year. Right. Like, they're like, yeah, we swept the Super Bowl series last year, all five. It's and been like, 30 years. Yeah. The other, uh, the other day there was a meme up, and it was talking about how Green Bay has had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and in the last 20 years, and they've won – Two Super Bowls. Right. And I said, well, in 20 years, the Cowboys have only won three. So it's not that different. Like, what's the complaint? And then someone's like, yeah, they only had one Hall of Fame quarterback. Because the other thing the Cowboys people love to do is hate Tony Romo. Yeah, well, he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, he is. No way. Tony Romo will be in the Hall of Fame. No way, Jose. Did you see see his numbers when he finished? I don't care. They're all past Troy Aikman. He's nowhere near as good as Warren Moon. He is the Cowboys' all-time leader in all relevant passing categories. Yeah, but, you know, people like rings. You don't. Okay, but he. They like rings. No, because they're letting in all kinds of non-winners. They're always going to remember the fumble of the kit. T.O.'s just got in. They're letting in all kinds of non-winners now. Brian Urlacher's in there. Well, the Bears did win one, though, didn't they? No, they lost to Peyton Manning. Okay, fair enough. And they, and at quarterback they had Dorsey. The Cowboys still suck. No, I, I agree. Like, I wouldn't. I I like uh, the Redskins more like the Cowboys. Uh, I'm not gonna go that far. Um, Black I, quarterback, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, my issue with the Redskins is they have a better black quarterback than the Cowboys ever have had. Well, this is the, this is really the. No, it's not. Never mind. I was gonna say I forgot about I forgot about Quincy Carter. I was just about to say Quincy Carter, who failed a drug, an unofficial drug test, and yeah. never played football again. Never, never what, saw Quincy Carter. Did again. he ever get his fifteen million dollars? I don't know. 
I don't know because the Cowboys they like they like they were they weren't going to pay him. They blacklist him. He, all the fans do. Yeah. Well, no, they, he didn't play for us. And he hit a he hit a file a grievance and all that. So okay, all right. Do you think it's a make or break here for Dak Prescott? No. You don't. No. What year is he in? Three. This is year four, I believe. And what if, year is this? this three, is, right? I was right the first time. No, only three years in. Okay, but last year wasn't good. Last year they just weren't good. Period. Right, but last year they so this year no Des Bryant, no Jason Witten. No, they're not going to replace those guys anytime Mm-mm. in the near future. Who's he going to throw to? So, so is that his going to be his excuse for the next like thirty years? Yeah, like you know they're going to give him a pass because well, he's got nobody to throw to. Okay, because he can this, hand the ball off really well. This year they're going to be like six and ten. They're going to have like two thousand rushing yards. Yeah, he they're might gonna, break the rushing yard record this year. The uh, Ezekiel both of probably, them. <laughs> both of them are going to break it know, simultaneously. Like, what did Michael Vick have? Like fifteen hundred? <sighs> Maybe. I, I'm hard pressed to believe that that uh, Dak's going to go. That no, yeah, I think that I think he gets a, a break until they actually bring in someone for him to throw to. But that's so far. What's the little white kid's name? I like that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. What's actually, his name? Cole I love me some Cole his Beasley. His rap album's fantastic. Man, when he was on my Giants Madden team, we were undefeated. Uh, sure sign you're not going to be too relevant this season. Your rap album's fantastic. Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he might be the best white receiver that will be in Week One. No, uh, he's gonna. I mean, he's gonna have a great. What white over. receiver is better in Week One? I mean, I don't know why you gotta be racial about it. No, but, I'm just uh, talking about little white receivers. Right? Yeah, I know that that second word there, pretty strong. I'm saying little white um, receivers. Who's the Who's the new West Walker in New England? Julian Edelman. Edelman, and then the other one. Not right? playing Amandola. the first four games. Amendola. Not playing the first four games. They're both out. The first Edelman four games? and Amendola went back to Miami. Yeah, Amendola then. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill no is gonna throw at him all day long. No way. Ryan Tannehill blows. <laughs> wow. Uh no, Ryan Tannehill's not bad. He's he, like average. He's like the guy that's okay, and you like ten years from now you forget he even played. Yes, yeah, but nailed he's, it. Sadly, he's better than like the fifteen. Twelve We've quarterbacks. Said, there's not a lot of good quarterbacks. Right, that's the thing, right? Like so. When Case Keenum's one of the better oh ones, and he's not though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who got together and said, "Hey, let's forget the last seven years of football." But this one year he did great. Yeah, this one year he was amazing. So he's the best free agent quarterback. And he's in Denver, right? Am I yes. Right Football's starting. Training camp going right now. It is two weeks of the first preseason game. Okay, so you want to you want to do some? Oh sure, let's do it. Why not? Okay, who do you see in the Super Bowl? In the Super Bowl right this now. year. If right I now. If, no, we're, before we're we hearing that, terrible teams. Before we galley. do that, did you hear what the what's the guy the receiver for the Browns now? Josh uh, Gordon, not Josh Gordon, the other guy um, that came from I think Miami. He's like, you better not sleep on us. We could put forty points up. In oh there. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 adamant that they're gonna have the best offense in the league. Yeah, adamant. Um, typically rookie quarterbacks don't do that. So All I'm right, gonna go ahead and I say he's wrong. In the Super Bowl this year, who do you got? Who do you got? Uh, from the NFC, I'm going to go with the St. Louis – no, the Los Angeles Rams. I think that's an excellent pick. Los Angeles Rams from the, the NFC. And then from the AFC – God, this is a tough one. This is a really tough one from the AFC because they're all yeah, pretty decent. Really? Uh, who, are you, who are you torn between? Uh, everyone. Uh, <laughs> that's, everyone that's not the Colts. Um, Dude, the Titans, don't sleep on them. I could sneak up and go crazy. I'm right going to take a huge nap on the Titans. Oh. I'm going to take a massive nap on the Jaguars. Oh. You know what? I'll just stick with the greatest player to ever play the game of the NFL, uh, the Patriots and Tom Brady. That's okay. New England versus the Los Angeles Rams. That's my prediction right now. I think that that's a pretty fair prediction. The Jaguars are my dark horse. Oh, you're so dumb. I know. You're so dumb. Um, I think uh, the thing about Jacksonville is last year they snuck up on a lot of people. They, they did. did. 
And, but by the playoffs, everybody who was watching, it became obvious that they don't – The don't defense trust, is just really good, though. They don't trust their quarterback. Oh, they no. don't want to throw over 15 yards. No. So coming well, into did this – the Ravens when they won well, yeah, way back in the day. But coming into this season, it's going to be – the story is going to be do they ever go downfield with the ball? Okay, so who? what's your prediction? Let's go. All NFC, right, so AFC. In the, out of the AFC, I'm going to take the Steelers this year. Okay. I think if you would have said the Cowboys, I'd have walked. I think all, well, it's the wrong it's the wrong conference. But if you say them, I'll walk. Uh, I think there's too much controversy. The Steelers do this every year that they oh, have yeah. the loud off season. Oh yeah, they come into the oh, season geez. and then by week seven, you've forgotten that they all hate each other. Watch Ben um, Roethlisberger go down week five. Even if he doesn't, <coughs> it doesn't Need matter. Him. If you can't complete touchdowns to Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell doesn't run for a thousand yards, you're a fool. That's true. Um, that's true. All right, uh, NFC. Let's for the go. NFC. I'm going to either go the Eagles or the Packers. The Eagles repeating, huh? Yeah. I just – It's not a bad deal. The backup quarterback won the Super Bowl, yeah. right? So then the starter who is way better than Nick Foles. I don't think there's any question about oh, that. Oh, no, not question at all. So then when he comes back, he takes a team that already was good enough, and then he adds, you a know, if, if you could measure it, 10 points to it, right? 10 points? You go from like a 85 to a 95? Yeah, you take a, a B to an A just by – Carson Wentz turning Nick Foles into Carson Wentz, and Nick Foles is about to quit football. He was, he was about to quit. He he said nobody he was, wants me. I can't be a starter. He was unhappy. Like, he didn't like, which is stupid, right? Because I would take the backup job of the NFL. <sighs> if you promise I would never play a down, I would be a backup quarterback my entire life. Right, because then if you even come in, yeah. no one expects you to do well. Plus, they're always going to say nice things about you on the radio. Yeah, because you never played. Right, they're going to be like, why are they still playing the other guy? Like, let, let's get Corey out there. And, and then I'm like, even if. Yeah! Corey comes in and does horrible. Like, well, it is Corey. Right. Like, he's well, the backup. Well, they just threw him in there. They didn't give him any practice. No. They didn't give him any reps. Didn't expect this at all. Right. And then next week, the other guy's healthy again, and I don't have to go back out. It's the best job in the world. $10 million? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I love that job. Or the punter. That's a good one, too. No. Mm-mm. No, the punter? No love for the punter. They don't even wear <sighs> shoes out there. Like, I know. A sure sign you're barely a football player? One shoe. Or a long snapper. That's a great gig, too. Because you still get to get on the field. You're like, yeah, I'm on the field. The problem is so the long snap. snapper is they don't say your name unless you F it up. No, but they, like, like, they never go, and the long snapper did a great job starting that play. They never say no, that. No, but at least you can be like, I was on the field. Here's here's how, here's when you hear your name. I and a across. turnover for a touchdown snapped by Corey. <laughs> That's, I have a feeling if you were on the field, they'd say your name a lot. I do, too. In a bad I do too. bad connotation. Um, It's mostly because of my long-standing rivalry with all the announcers. Because I would just say mean <laughs> things about them before the game. Yeah. So they'd have to say mean things about them. How many them. years did you play football? Uh, Two? Just Yeah, just middle school. Yeah. Because by that they point, I'd already mangled my leg. <laughs> um, No, as a matter of fact, my middle school coach was kind of like, do you want to play this year? And Not I was really. Like, my mom's making eh. Can I wear the shoulder pads? And I just want to like, be in yes, choir. You can wear the shoulder pads. I was like, okay, then yeah, I'll play. I didn't know what I was doing out there. I hated you know what's funny is I didn't even like football when I played. No, I, no, I didn't. I didn't care you didn't at all like about it. Any sports that you? No, played. I couldn't care less about sports. Maybe when I played. soccer. Uh, no, not even that. Um, I loved soccer. <laughs> this is an embarrassing story. My dad, uh, an international level soccer player, oh yeah, coached my little league soccer team. We once got called for camping, which is a penalty you can't get called for in little league. And they called me for it because I literally laid down on the field. And you were the worst player on your dad's team. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he had like five people way better than me, and he was always like, Corey, I mean. But you're my son, so you have to be out yeah, there. Yeah, he's like. But you're the worst player here. <laughs> Corey, we're going to rotate you at everything but goalie. But he okay, said it buddy? in Panamanian. <laughs> Corey, give me a Whopper with cheese. And then he snuck the Chester Cheetos logo on our jerseys, yeah, that was which was neat. against the rules. That was pretty neat. Like that. All right, it's going to wrap it up for this edition of Nerd Thug Radio. And thank you, everyone, for joining and listening to us on this Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. Catch us this Friday. We'll be back. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. 
Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Here come the Astros, burning with desire. 